You're listening to the IMT Show with Mike Sims. Now here is your host. One of the things that um, about this uh, about this forum is it it allows me to to express and talk about a number of subjects and and I I do plan to hit on a number of things. Yeah, hopefully it won't uh, uh, it'll capture your interest and that you'll you'll follow along with what we have. Uh, like I say, it's um, I, a little bit about me, a little bit more about me is that my um, I'm uh, one of five kids from uh, JD and Marie Sims. And my dad, like I say, my dad was a, a Baptist preacher. And he uh, he was uh, he was different than a lot of preachers in that he he was more critical of his own religion than many others. He really uh, he really delved into uh, into knowing the, the facts about things, and I, I think I've gotten a lot of that about about from him. Is I'm, I analyze things a lot. I study things a lot, and things uh, interest me. I I, I want to know how uh, people, what makes people tick, how people got, came to those conclusions, and why they believe what they believe. Uh, not that I, you know, I, I'm always searching for answers, but not that I, I have a, a great need uh, for for uh, a number of answers. But it is, is to know uh, why why they came to those conclusions and, and why, why they're at where they're at. It fascinates me. I may not agree, but uh, I don't really, uh, that doesn't really matter to me. It, it's, I, I want to know. I really want to know what, uh, what people think and, and why they got there. So that aspect, I think I inherited from my dad. I have, um, I'm, the, I'm the youngest of my siblings the closest sibling to me is my brother Bob, which is uh, ten years older than me. So they were all grown up by the time, you know, I was eight years old. So the uh, my uh, my eldest sister is uh, Gloria, and uh, she I, I didn't get to see a lot of her growing up, but um, but she was uh, she's she's there on Facebook and and. Um, and checks on all my stuff, and, and once in a while we'll comment, and it's uh, it's it's very interesting. Uh, social media has has brought a lot of people together, including uh, uh, you know, lost family members of mine. So uh, my uh, next in line would be would be Daryl, and Daryl's a uh, Daryl's an interesting character. He is. Um, He's a full-time UFO researcher. He's been speaking in probably just about every country in the world. He's had his own TV series, uh, several of them actually. He's been on a number of other established series uh, from sightings to ancient aliens and you, na you name it. Uh, his, uh, his own series uh, that he was co-hosted with uh, three other people called uh, Uncovering Aliens. Didn't last very long, but it, it got good ratings. And it was actually, a, for a UFO show, was very, very interesting. Uh, I, in the mid-90s, I worked with him and helped him with his, uh, his marketing and his website and producing his videos. Uh, he has a, quite a following, Qu 
quite a following. There was uh, there was one interview, radio interview he did that within an hour we had four hundred thousand hits on his website. So it's a it's an interesting journey with him too. I can uh, I can remember us coming home from uh, at his house from uh, running errands and he would check his answer machine and there would be the voices of known actors <laughs> uh, leaving him messages. Yeah, he had um, uh, producers that were wanting to to do work with him on movies and things that you know things that didn't work out but uh, but he got uh, he's, he's quite known quite famous in that in that world. I've actually walked into bookstores and had people talking about him. And uh, uh, employees at, at my job uh, mentioned that they've um, mentioned him and just at random and didn't know that I was his brother. So, um, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have him interviewed as well here. He's, uh, he, he's quite a dynamic character. And um, it's, uh, it's always interesting when we all get together, me, him, and Bob, especially uh, when it comes to Monopoly. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll never see a, a more uh, rampant game of uh, a board game ever played uh, when it's the three of us there, especially. Bob is, um, uh, he, he's more, he's more low-key than I guess than, than me and Daryl, but he is, um, uh, I've, I've always uh, had a lot of fun with Bob and, and he's, he's always been uh, helpful and, uh, and, very, very um, smart in the way he uh, advises things. He is, uh, he's definitely an expert on certain subjects uh, that he's, he studied himself. And uh, for, uh, he's kind of, uh, kind of helped push. I, I, I can't speak for Daryl, but for me, he's, he's helped push me in, in certain ways. And, um, and one of the things that um, he was the first person to ever suggest me to, to write books back when I was a teenager. He, uh, he read a, a story, short story I wrote about uh, time travel and told me that it needed to be a novel. And I thought he was just being biased and, and I didn't take it very serious and I didn't know where to go or what to do about books anyway. So it's, uh, I didn't pursue it. But uh, I wished I had of. I wished I had took his advice back then, and I probably would have had everything that uh, all my short stories that I, I have, which is a number of them, uh, in books right now. So it's um, it's definitely been um, uh, uh, an honor having having all all my uh, these people in my life and and uh, and helping me along and and encouraging me. So I uh, also have a, uh, my, my sister Sue, which is um, used to uh, spoil me when I was a little kid. And uh, she actually came to, uh, to Austin and she lived in Houston at the time, came all the way to Austin just to take me to see a movie that she just absolutely said I had to go see. She was a big sci-fi fan and that movie was Star Wars. And I blew me away when I, when I first saw it. So I, I've never forgotten her coming all the way down just to take me to that movie. Vicki's destiny is on a path that collides with powerful people. She's an avenging angel to some, but a Valkyrie to others. 
Valkyrie. Available at Maseroth.net and your favorite book retailer. You know, and, uh, you know, my mom has been, she's always been a, you know, a rock in my life. And, you know, my dad worked a lot out of town and commuted a lot. And he had to follow where construction work went. So uh, it, it was a lot of times it was just me and my mom. And she, she always uh, uh, took care of me very well and even humored me uh, when I was uh, very, very young. And speaking of my, my brother in the UFO thing, I, when I was uh, a kid, I was fascinated with UFOs as well. I used to uh, clip newspaper articles and had magazines and so forth. And at the, at the time in Austin, there was a, a man by the name of Ray Stanford. And Ray was a, a, a scientist and he had a team of undergrad students. And he had a setup a lot like... Uh, Dr. Alan J. Hynek with, uh, and his grad students uh, ended up doing with uh, after Project Blue Book. And Ray was, uh, he, he was quite an interesting character. He was uh, actually had grant money from the government to study UFOs and had some uh, sophisticated equipment he had developed himself and wrote some books about uh, the Socorro UFO event and, and other things. I think he's still alive, and I think he still has books, um, still signing books out there. But he was uh, a really nice guy. He, he, he moved to Austin and based uh, his Starlight Project International uh, UFO group in Austin. And I used to uh, go to his meetings. Mom would take me to his meetings, and, uh, and she patiently would bore to death with, uh, <laughs> to listen to the stuff that did interest her. But she uh, uh, she would humor me to let me uh, sit up front and and uh, and listen to him, and I got to meet uh, Bruce Maccabee, which was a a famous UFO ufologist at the time. And it, it was uh, it was very interesting because I, I I made a um, I made a I faked a UFO photo and uh, took one of my models. I had lots of. Uh, models of Star Trek and Star Star Wars and even made my own. And I faked a UFO picture with my 110 camera and took the picture to him. And it uh, he he uh, thought it was very interesting. It was uh, obscure enough that it, it kind of looked like a UFO, real UFO photo, whatever that, that means. But um, he... Uh, Came back later with a photo and said that he he didn't wasn't sure that it was uh, uh, real or not. He couldn't prove it either way, but uh, you know, but he he felt that it was uh, it could be real. And then I admitted to him that it, I had faked it, and it, of course that kind of embarrassed him. But uh, I told him my purpose was not to not to embarrass or fool him, but I wanted to I wanted to see. Like I say, I analyze, I like to analyze people and how they think is that, um, is could uh, somebody of his caliber in education, a scientist, could they be fooled? And, uh, and, he, and he was. And I realized that in that field of study, 
is that you almost have to be kind of gullible because the what you're studying is so fantastic and so unusual that people uh it, if you don't if you if you're critical you're going to miss things that maybe uh, maybe is real so you have to be you have to be real open about things and um and so the the ufo people and the that study that stuff they they do get fooled once in a while and then people you know uh get onto them and think that you know they're not very smart or very good and it has nothing to do with it it has to do with being open-minded and accepting and yeah, because it is a, a strange phenomenon so he uh the rumor has it is that uh, is that Ray had uh, gained a lot of criticism and he his group and his UFO studies kind of disbanded. He went back uh, to his first love, I guess, which was um, uh, archaeology, and ended up finding a dinosaur bone that actually altered and redefined uh, the modern theories of evolution. So he was pretty well vindicated at the end, which is which was good for him. You know, as uh, I was mentioning and talking about, uh, you know, what my uh, my brother does for a living in, in studying UFOs, and it's uh, in the mid '90s. I guess he was probably um, that was probably the the most involved and in, in high traffic of his uh, of his career in that he had a, a lot of uh, interaction with a lot of people, especially in, in Hollywood scene. Yeah, he still does um, very, very active and doing do and interesting things all the time. He, uh, he, he goes to Roswell on their uh, annual pilgrimage, it seems. Uh, when they uh, do the anniversary thing there, it's a big event. It's a big thing to go to. But uh, he he's um, he he's got a lot of compelling evidence, and even to the most critical mind. And he has uh, he said uh, even you know, governments uh, send him reports and and evidence uh, to get his his take on it. So he's, he's been taken quite serious. He's actually been in the, uh, inducted in a museum in Japan and and a number of other things. So he's he's he got around. I uh, I made a, a number of videos, produced a number of videos with him, and we um, we went uh, we ended up you know as life happens you know we ended up having to go our own ways and, and do our own things. Uh, one of the things that I, I, I missed out on that I really wanted to, uh, to, to do with him at the end of my, my tenure with him there was uh, to create a, a DVD video. I had some new interviews with him and some new information. And we we're going to do some uh, question and answers from some of his, his biggest uh, super fans. And we also managed to, I um, uh, was uh, talking with uh, Richard Hatch at the time, who is known for playing Apollo in the original Battlestar Galactica series. And Richard and I had been conversing an email for a number of times, and he's uh, 
talking to me even about uh, the new Battlestar Galactica series. Uh, had his own uh, his own opinions about it, and then ended up being on the show, uh, playing a character briefly. So he was uh, he, he was wanting to do the narrate the the DVD. It was all for it, and we were all ready to go. And then things, you know, it uh, a lot like a lot of things in life they fall apart, and we didn't get to get to make it. But uh, unfortunately, it, some years back, uh, Richard had passed away, and I really. Um, I, I miss the conversations we had. He he was a, a a very very cool guy. Really really enjoyed him. Listen, Mike Sims, it's Tom Arnold. Let me tell you something. Congratulations on your book, Southern Cross, reaching number one. You know, my kids, Jackson Quinn. You know what we do every night? We get out in the in the pool there where we live, and we look up at the our favorite game is to look up at the stars, and uh, and, and 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 in your book, you know, you know that boy uh, in Mexico, he does the same thing, and that's uh, the connection to all of us because they're the same stars, and uh, and that's really an important thing. And while I'm in New York, like I am right now, New York City, I tell my son uh, in Los Angeles, you go look out that window. And you'll see the same stars, same moon, same thing. That's our connection. And uh, and and I like that that uh, science and uh, you know the universe that uh, you could put that into in a fantasy story in or whatever it is fiction. But it, but it's good to have that you know, and it's good it's good when a, when an author like yourself puts that in there for kids and then you know does a little something something to remind kids that that stuff's important you know and. And also to remind me, oh yeah, that's where, because I was telling my kids, you know, the Big Dipper uh, guys, we had kids, dad, your dad, uh, it's, uh, wait a minute, where is it? Because, it, it, you know, Beverly Hills got the, so many clouds up there. You got, wait a minute, where is the Big Dipper? In Iowa, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, you can see, it's big sky country, you know, you gotta, but then you gotta go, wait, where is the, because my kids are six and four, they're in school, I'm like, where is that thing? So I had to, I had to rework myself and learn myself where, where what's what, but there's nothing more fun than, than looking up there and uh, counting the stars with your kids and counting uh, and getting reconnected with all that up there. Anyway, good luck to you. And, uh, you know, Vicki, this uh, powerful woman that you created that is kind of a B word, good luck with that on TV. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, there's, if I've ever seen a woman like that on TV. Good luck to you. Thank you for listening to the IMT show with Mike Sims. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The IMT show is an opinion show and not to be taken as serious personal, legal, tax or financial advice. It is meant as entertainment only. IMT show, Mazaroff for Mike Sims is not responsible for ad content. For more information on show schedules and content, visit www.mazaroff.net slash IMT.